Welcome to the Psych Movie Minute podcast. This is episode number 38. I'm one of your hosts, Joshua Blum, and we are talking about the Year of Spectacular Men, a movie from 2017, one minute at a time, looking at some different mental health topics to explore encased in each minute. And you might think, well, how can a movie have so many different topics? They're there if you look, actually, and I think the whole purpose in doing this podcast, original purpose, was to take a, a, a particular movie that was not about mental health, really, and uh, it, it happens to have a lot of different mental health things in there, and to be able to talk about some things that might generate some, some uh, you know, food for content, uh, food for, for food for exploration, I guess you could say, about some common mental health topics. It is about a young woman uh, who is a college, gra- uh, college graduate, her name is Izzy, um, she has some mental health issues that are happening. Um, she talks about them a little bit in the course of the movie, uh, but uh, others are just hinted at, so we can't really say for sure, but uh, we can certainly make some guesses. I am coming to you as a psychiatrist who works with uh, mostly young adults, but child and adult trained. So for today's episode, uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about compliments uh, in, the, in the particular topic for today is centered around one minute in the movie where Izzy gets a compliment and doesn't quite know how to accept it. So uh, this is brings up a little topic about things related to self-esteem and so forth like that. So let's go ahead and just watch the minute and dive right in. You can actually watch along with us. This is available uh, not in a physical form that I know of, but it is available on places like YouTube, I think in Hulu, and uh, you can find it on a number of other places actually for free. Tubi is one of them, and uh, there may be a few of those other ad-supported streaming type of uh, services slash apps that you can find it on. So this is, if you're watching along, minute 37. Izzy is with uh, her sister, Sabrina, at a party. and Izzy was taken there uh, to try to build some connections to maybe get a job. Uh, it didn't really happen so much because she takes off with uh, the drummer uh, of the party's band. So, that yeah, didn't happen. So, anyway, we're starting in a mini 37. Johnny? Oh my god, we're doing way too much acronyming. I love mushrooms. Mm-hmm. L- last, last, uh, last episode was about acronyms. So, um, what's we'll still with your name? Uh, I don't know. You left things on the very... Beautiful. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Yeah, you are. You don't believe me? I mean, I don't know you, really. I know you. How? Andrew Herschel's. How could, how could you have noticed me? I just, like, sat in the corner and did dumb school stuff. And I noticed you. But you didn't notice me. Notice me. This is the part where they're making out. They're they're overlooking the city. Wow. Okay. So the visuals there are that was what that was ha- what was happening. Um, but uh, they're they're sharing I think a hamburger or something like that. And you know he comments that, and this is the the drummer from the um, that was playing at the uh, the band or at the uh, um, at the, the little shindig that they had. Uh, he had his band there, and Izzy's maybe ex—I think ex-boyfriend at this point, Aaron, 
and him used to be bandmates. So, so they all kind of know each other. But, uh, you know, he, he compliments her and she has some difficulty. You know, she denies it. Which is a common kind of thing, you know. Um, sometimes this will happen a lot uh, for folks where they um, have difficulty accepting compliments. And so I thought we'd just touch upon that a little bit today. Compliments are an interesting thing because sometimes they're given with the idea that it's kind of like a gift. And, you know, a, a gift in, I guess, the truest sense is you give something without any expect expectation, really, of anything in return. But in reality, although that's often the definition that people give, I mean, often there are some expectations that maybe there'll be something like appreciation or reciprocation or, you know, whatever, you know, uh, as, as a part of the gift giving sort of thing. And the same goes with compliments, which are kind of like a verbal gift. And I think in the context of romantic relationships or the burgeoning of them in this case, sometimes it might be right or maybe suspicious to be a bit uh, wary of compliments because, you know, what exactly are her, the intentions of this person, right? Exactly what she says is like, no, that's not true. And I don't know you sort of like that's followed up shortly afterwards. How could you think I'm this way when you don't really know me as a person? He was looking uh, uh, the the uh, drummer character was looking at uh, at appearances and saying like wow well he's beautiful so and she's saying like maybe that's true but you know you don't know the full me and uh, so I think just that alone says quite a bit um, about where those two characters are coming from and she may also be right to be a bit suspicious she's at a vulnerable particular point in her life uh, where she's sort of just really kind of has a lot of questions doesn't really necessarily know what she wants to do with her life or really what she's doing in life. She came off of a period where she was fairly depressed, maybe still is for all we know, and may not really want to get into another relationship. Uh, she's still sort of um, kind of reeling from the last one. As you can tell, it's just, she says we, we left things on a janky note. So it's not necessarily final, that, but it wasn't never resolved either. So she may not necessarily want to uh, delve into something new. Well, we'll see what happens with uh, her and Drummer Boy, but um, uh, you can kind of see where this might be going. Um, I think on, on another note, uh, sometimes when people receive a compliment, uh, they don't quite know, always know how to take it because they themselves are used to kind of downplaying things, which can happen for a whole host of reasons. Maybe compliments were not a particularly good, uh, positive thing for them. Maybe it was used to get something, in a, in a way, kind of like we alluded to. Uh, in the past, and so they have reason to, to be suspicious of them. Um, maybe they were things that were used in a weaponized way. You know, sometimes folks will have uh, family situations and so forth that are not necessarily as positive, and compliments may be used in a more backhanded way. Like, uh, I think I just give you an example. One thing maybe concerning, say, appearance, body, uh, you know, body image um, type of stuff, you know, weight, so forth. Oh, you know, you look so good today. And so the unspoken thing that often people will echo is like, oh, what about all the other days? Or that comes in sharp contrast to the times when they've been told the exact opposite. You know, ah, you know, you gained so much weight, or ah, oh, that doesn't look good on you. And so. You know, if you think about what happens maybe as a child, you start to, you know, many kids will, because they're dependent on parents uh, or caretakers, you know, for their, essentially their survival, uh, they may change their behavior, their attitudes to fit and receive more of those compliments. You know, it just 
basically positive reinforcement. And so, you know, as a result, you start to think of yourself uh, in what you can do to gain approval from other people. That may be adaptive uh, at a certain uh, point in your life, but at another point where you're more independent, like in adulthood, it may not work so well anymore. Because really, who you know, you still have parent. You may still have parents that are alive and that kind of stuff, but um, uh, you may not be dependent on them anymore. And so their their approval matters sort of less from a survival perspective. We don't know exactly what, what uh, what's going on with Izzy there. We do know that um, you know she's dealt with some bad things in the past, some trauma and so forth. The last relationship seemed like sort of sort of a rather nightmarish, um, just at least from what little we know. You know, her father killed himself. Couldn't have been easy for she was a teenager at the time. She's keeping that a secret, and you can guess at some of the reasons why uh, she might be suffering as a result of that, having to keep that secret. Uh, sometimes compliments can give you a window into you know self-esteem kind of issues. One of the things that I certainly remember working on when I was a teenager is just working on being able to say thank you. When someone says giving you a gives you a compliment and you say thank you it just it doesn't necessarily mean anything other than you're acknowledging that they said that i think um if you depending on where you grew up in the culture you grew up there that may be considered rude this is a a thing from uh at least uh chinese culture um if you speak like you know if you're like a westerner um, and you go to an, uh, like an Asian-speaking, well, I can't say Asian. I, I would say Chinese, maybe Japanese-speaking uh, country. So all the places that speak, say like Mandarin, there's quite a few of them. China, Taiwan, Singapore, blah, blah. Um, or yeah, you go to Japan. Uh, I, I think the same is true of Japan. I definitely know the same is, is true of Mandarin-speaking countries. And you speak a couple words. It could be horrendous. You speak a couple words. People are like, oh, you know, your Chinese is so good. And, uh, you know, it's a, a lot of times, you know, people who are from, who grew up in a Western environment, they'll be, oh, yeah, thank you. And what that actually is interpreted as, in, at least uh, maybe not necessarily now, but tra- traditionally is like, oh, well, this person's kind of full of themselves. Because it's being said as, as sort of a, a social nicety. It, it's not really necessarily meant in a totally sincere way. Um, I think the underlying message is like, oh, you, you, you made an effort to to learn a little bit of our language, and that's really nice. And we wanna, uh, we're acknowledging that we appreciate that. But do they really mean like, oh, it's so good? No, no, they don't mean that. Um, it, it's a sort of a hidden meaning. And so, <laughs> you know, uh, as Westerners, you know, many of us tend to take things more face value. Uh, so it depends on the culture uh, that you're in. And so, for example, um, I, I grew up in a uh, partly non-Westernized culture. And so uh, we were taught that compliments were things that you deny. I don't think it was ever something that was anybody told you, like you're not supposed to do that, but it was something that was demonstrated. And so we often learn these attitudes, not through our own volition or through anything intentional, just because that's the way other people do it. It's a cultural kind of thing. And so I think that's another thing also to think about. Every family has their own culture. And so sometimes it's not necessarily has anything to do with self-esteem, but maybe that's how they operated in her particular family. We don't really know. Maybe that's how mom and dad, when he was alive, that's what they did. You know, when they got a compliment, they tended to downplay it. And some people tend to be more, you know, just kind of self-deprecating anyway. And I think from a Western standpoint, we often wonder, well, does that, that person have self-esteem issues or whatever? I don't know. You know, you never know unless you ask. And I think that's a, a, just a good all-around thing for any mental kind of health kind of thing 
is you can make lots of assumptions, you can make lots of guesses, but you really don't ever really know unless you ask it. Even when you do ask, we ask stuff all the time, you know, in a protected, confidential place where, you know, hopefully it's a safe sort of environment to talk about stuff. People don't always tell the truth. Often they don't. And sometimes it's, it's not an intentional thing. They may downplay things. They may, they may misinterpret the question. They may change their mind. They may say things and then they're like, well, yeah, that's not actually true. They're not really lying. They just didn't quite express it in the way that they meant to say it. And since so much of this is based on someone's verbal report, you know, you just don't know, you know, so things can change. You never really know. Uh, until you've asked probably multiple times, I would say. And sometimes, many times, things will come to light after the fact, much more after the fact, because you just have more time. You've gotten to know somebody. It take, building a relationship with anybody takes time. And that includes, you know, a relationship that, say, a mental health person, like a, a social worker, a psychologist, a psychiatrist, will have with their, with their patients. And... Um, it just takes time. The initial, usually when you first meet someone, there's this, this sort of initial intake assessment period. Hopefully there's that, not always, but hopefully there's that. Um, but it really never totally ends because even though that period of initial assessment is will finish after the first session or second session or whatever, either you're always continually gathering more information as you get to know somebody, understand more about who they are, and hopefully they start to understand more who they are, that they can convey it to you better. Sometimes initially, they just are like, no, no, no. They're not really that engaged. But as they get more engaged, they're like, oh, wait, actually, I think I probably should be more forthright about this. Or oh, I thought about this more. And I think actually, mm, mm, I think there's actually something here. I never really thought about it. You know, so things change over time. And so I think just uh, the thing about compliments and making assumptions about how people necessarily are internally doesn't necessarily always hold true. You never really know unless you ask. And even if you ask, you'd still never 100% sure, or, or, uh, can be sure. It may take several times, several askings. And it's really someone's, someone's privilege to not necessarily give all the information. They don't have to, you know? So um, I, I think that's a general uh, mental health kind of thing is that people may not necessarily always share information. You know, I think a general uh, thing is like, oh, you know, if you're in trouble, talk to somebody. I think sometimes people just uh, want another person uh, there to sort of, not necessarily to give advice, not necessarily to ask questions. Um, they just may want a supportive person there to be present, to bear bear witness to suffering. That was sort of the initial purpose of what a physician did sort of bearing witness to suffering because you couldn't really, I mean, there's a lot of stuff you couldn't really do eons ago. So you kind of just were there as a, as a guide more than anything, and hopefully not making things worse, right? And so, but in reality, things sometimes do get worse, you know, either, either part of what you do or just on their own. And uh, I think the real test is not necessarily getting it right, right off the bat, but sticking with it, sticking with the process as both the patient and the person providing the treatment, that is ultimately what gets you to the right answer. Because relationships take time, they always do. And some are much more complicated than others. If there's a lot of stuff to get through, it's gonna take a while to get to the core nuggets of what actually is making a person tick. 
So as we can see, well, we will see actually in the course of this particular relationship that it's a very short relationship that will develop. Um, the whole movie is about short relationships. But in the course of this particular one, we'll, we'll see a little bit deeper into this as their relationship kind of grows a little bit closer. We'll see what stuff comes out, what sort of things come out for Izzy. And um, we will talk about that in a future minute. So thank you for joining us. You can find more episodes like this wherever you find podcasts. And we'll see you next time on the Psych Movie Minute podcast. <laughs>